What do you mean, you people? What do you mean, you people? I, uh, I've discovered about myself that I am a huge fan of mushrooms. Everyone's a big fan of mushrooms once they try them. Because you, 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 you think you need something that lets those gates down. You can let those gates down whenever you want to. Oh, I know. Just let them like, down. It's, just, it's a fun. Fuck that. Mushrooms are just fun. It's a great That's body a, high. It's a fun oh, yeah. mental high. Yeah, don't, don't get yeah. me wrong. Yeah. Like, no, I mean, like, it's a fun. It's when you're. Like I was at a party in Utah and I was <coughs> fucking wrecked on mushrooms and it was fun as fuck, man. It was amazing. It was a fun ass time. That's why. That's what I took out of it. Out of it. Just getting wrecked is fun too. Don't yeah. take that for granted. That's true. Y'all want to talk about semen retention? What? <laughs> Are we talking like semen retention? Semen yeah. retention. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Semen retention is when you've been blowing loads into the same ass all afternoon like a lazy Saturday of fucking. Yeah. But she hasn't done anything about it yet, and then she finally hits the point where she just farts and it sprays everywhere. Oh. <laughs> However many loads you got in before that is her level of semen retention. But, how about ah. say? <coughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God damn. Everything you need to know about semen retention. Dude, it's it's. What I, do I need to know about semen retention? I've uh, it, it's pretty much just having sex without without coming. Oh, like tantric sex, like yeah. Singh talks about. Yeah, yeah. That, I called it the last year of my marriage. Dude, it, it is definitely <laughs> it is it is definitely something to it. I gotta say, I I only like I did it twice without coming, and the third time, dude, it, it's like it's like you solely your body, man. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, I like orgasms. This shit came. Nah, it, it just makes I like it providing it orgasms. It more, I like having orgasms. No, but that's the thing. When you do this, you can provide way more orgasms because yeah. you're not trying to come. And when you're not trying, tell me, it, it, I am to never trying to come. Can we dispel the myth that every man is just trying to bust his nut in thirty seconds and leave? No, hell no. I mean, I agree with you. Yes, I agree with you. We're not going to say every man, <laughs> but right. a lot of men, their objective is to That's come. fine. Yeah. We can even say the majority of men, yeah. but, but I, not yeah. every man. Like, no. it's not my goal to just nut and leave. And plus, like, I don't know about you or anybody else here, but it's, it's, it's always been like a goal to not come early, right? Because like in pornos and shit, they're fucking for like a half hour. Yeah, it's, dude. So, but if you put it in, you know, after like... That's looked yeah, as like that is a, a total. You know, a so it depends thing. on if you can get hard again. Fair enough. Because like enough. sometimes if like if I'm just super hard on or like if I'm super turned on or whatever, yeah, yeah. that first nut might go in like five minutes, but yeah. like two minutes after that, boom. Okay, this one's good for twenty. What's up? <laughs> Put some smelling salts on your dick. All right, let's fucking do this. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm like you. Like I mean, but that's what every man wants to provide orgasms it's something deep inside yeah. of us that wants to provide that pleasure for a woman that's why you got a lot of guys out here be like oh let me just eat your pussy let me just eat your ass because you think that women like that because you want to provide that pleasure that's what men want to do yeah but like i say a lot of times like i said a lot of <coughs> sex has become uh selfish you just want to you want to come like yeah you want her to come but if she don't come a lot of guys don't know how to make a girl come if if, if i if he doesn't fuck her and she comes he doesn't know how to he doesn't have any other means to make her come you know what I'm saying? Like, I tell people, sex is an art. It's an artistic expression. Do, do shit. 
You know what I'm saying? Touch a fuck, rub on a feeling. Yeah. All that foreplay shit, that plays a role. You know what I'm saying? Especially when you get older. Because, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You need some goddamn heat up. <laughs> need to warm that motherfucker up a little bit, goddamn yeah. Don't jump to attention right. like she you ain't, She ain't never going to come if you go in dry. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. When did you lose your virginity? What age? Yeah. <clears throat> think 12. Seventeen. Nineteen. And me too. All right. I'm just wondering if like that understanding, because like I'll be completely honest, is like into my 30s, I was still like, I, w- I would never, I hated coming before she had. Mm-hmm. Like it was always my goal to make sure she got off a couple times before I did. Yeah. What, by whatever means necessary. But like, I'd always be like, now my turn. I'm just going to get this fucker out. <laughs> yeah, but that, exactly. But that's that's still the same thing. You may wait for her to come, but then you're still on in that race to but now that, get And yours. that's what I'm saying is like, I'll be completely honest. <clears throat> yeah. It's just like, there's a different aspect of just like, there's the, like if you're fucking, the act of fucking is in itself powerful. Yeah. Not necessarily the act of coming. And I, I mean, it's, we'll talk about this out there. I ain't going to give them secrets away. <laughs> no, but call one nine hundred. It's like I say, when you get into this type of stuff, you can you 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 learn how to please a woman because, like I say, it's not always about penetration. It's about feelings, it's about emotions, it's about touching, it's about making her feel okay with her body. It's about all this type of stuff. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying it's about breathing. It's about uh, just penetrating the the muscles in the skin, not the vagina. Just all this stuff, and then you go in a few strokes. You bring it out. You do. You play around. It's that. It's fun. You have fun. A lot of motherfuckers have scheduled sex, and it's not fun. They get on. Yeah, we touched on that in the fr- yeah. briefly in the first hour, yeah. but it's just like yeah, the idea is like, all right, honey, it's five fifteen. It's well, that's what I say about. I'll see women. you in the the bathroom, dude. It's like I I I mess with these women. It's like they. They they'll they'll just grab your dick. Let me suck your dick. Get it hard so you can fuck me so I can come. It's like damn bitch. Like you, like that's a dude. That's dudes do. Like you supposed to have the art of seduction. You supposed to play caddy this that and the other. But now these women are fucking like dudes. You know what I'm saying? It's like even well, when because you- they know they can now. Like it's kind of like been. I feel like over the last like thirty years. We've really like kind of told but, women they get to decide when to fuck and that they're, they're kind of in charge of a, the organ uh, of no, no, the ordeal. No. It, it's a, it's a facade. It's bullshit because when you go in and you break down those defenses, they're either gonna turn into a cat or they're gonna turn into a freak because they've they've built up this 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 persona because that's what they think society wants. So they're going like, let's fuck. And it's like, no, it's, but you got to make okay. Like, it's all right if you want to do something. And it's like, oh, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, it's okay. If you want to do that, that's fine. I, it's, I'm not going to judge you on that. You know what I'm saying? You make up feel okay with it. That's how you open the freak up. Because it's in there. It's in there. Trust me. But you got to open up and make up feel okay with it. Because society told you you can't do these things. You're this if you do these things. Make them feel okay. They open that motherfucking box up, man. But you just got to be ready for it's going to jump out. <laughs> yeah. Like that, like it. I, I think people my age and younger don't see it like that anymore. They just go, oh, wow, she's a fucking good egg. Or she's a decent. Good for her. Like, we, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's, I don't, that's the part where they lose me. They're like, well, there's a thing that society says. I'm like, are we really that still stuffy? There are. Yeah. There oh, are. Dude, absolutely. Are. Really? Hamill, well, you got to remember, you just saw the crack in the dam. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you have changed a lot over every spectrum of your life in the last six months. Uh-huh. 
think two years ago when I would mention butt stuff and you'd be like, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, just you're on the right path, Jake. Just yeah. keep searching. You're, it's going to blow. When you fully start opening your eyes, it's going to blow your mind. I'm telling you, it's going to be like, yeah. get the fuck out of here. Yeah, but you, people aren't really like this. I'm telling you, just wait. Yeah. But but it is interesting to, since you bring it up. It's like I I interact with a, a bunch of people that are well younger. God damn, at this point, almost half my age. Like I've I've had them as employees that we have yeah that mm-hmm. different kind of relationship with, and you see, it's like there are still yeah a lot of them are very free and they're just like there are no taboos in that yeah. in that respect the, the same taboos that we had when we were their age, mm-hmm. but there are still absolutely those that do. But it's that are it's, just it's, like it's nope. our generation. It's the older people. Yeah. Like these younger kids, this is why they don't like them because they're more free. They have more options. In a way, it's a resentment because, oh, I want to do those things. They'll never say this thing. Just like people never say they resent their children. But they resent young kids because they have vitality. They have youth. They have all of this time they believe in front of them. And they get to do the things they want to do. And they're not bound by all of these social pressures to, to, to make money and provide whatever. So you res- a lot of people resent kids on a very deep level. And so this freedom that they have that the previous generation didn't have, they kind of, they, they, they castrate it. They make it this villainous thing. Oh, you shouldn't be doing this thing. You should do just like we do. You should be upset and depressed like us. You yeah. should be alcoholics and drunks like us. Because yeah. that's the way you do it. Right, and like substance abuse, generally speaking, like mm-hmm. especially the the ones that you know you use as coping mechanisms. Oh, it's yeah. like yeah, they get high and they party, mm-hmm. but they're already not at the point where it's like you're f- seeing fewer the- deaths from like underage drinking. But you're seeing because uh, they're like they 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 feel empowered to do whatever they, all the other things that would make them high that like give them that high that we couldn't. You know, it's like, well... Nah, these motherfuckers are on opioids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shit, they can't feel nothing, goddammit. So well, there are those too, but there's always those. I mean... But we every generation has their coping mechanisms. Yeah. Before that, you had drinking or marijuana or whatever, so or whatever drug you had. The next every every generation... Because it's, it's always what you want to do. It's you, you, you get caught up <laughs> in, in having a family, this, that, and the other, and you see, you see your dreams start to diminish. You see st- time starting to slip away from you. You have all these responsibilities, and you feel like you live in a society that doesn't mirror your hopes and your dreams or even what you truly believe in. You got to conform to all these programs and things. And it just fu- it, it, it applies a pressure to the human being that is almost overwhelming. And a lot of people are, are, are they're suffering psychologically for, from it. And I tell people you can. This is this is why I come in. I said you don't have to. Th- you don't have to be like that, man. The reason why there's so many problems in the world is so you can be the hero. You want to be a hero. That's why you watch the Marvel movies. You love heroes. Be the fucking hero. There's a problem out here. You can be a hero. But of. we like flawed heroes. We all flawed. But that's the point. Is like every time. This is why Superman movies haven't been like popular since like the first one. Mm-hmm. Is because he was still flawed in that. He was insecure. He was all these things. And then ever since then, Superman is just sort of like, yeah, there's no flaws with this individual. Why do I fucking give a fuck? But this is what yeah. I tell y'all. It's you unrelatable. All of us here come from different pasts. That if we do become whatever, it's a story of triumph. Because we came from so many things. We didn't have an easy path. So that's why I tell you, don't never stop. It's never yeah. motherfucking too late. Keep going. Because to the degree that people count you out is the degree they'll raise you above their heads when you prove them wrong. 
So prove them wrong. Do yeah. all the things a motherfucker never think you would do. <coughs> do things you never think you yourself would do. Yeah, redemption story is always the best. Yeah, surprise the motherfucker. Yeah. I tell people, just go somewhere and, and, and master something in private. Don't even tell nobody. And then one day just do it. It's gonna blow motherfuckers' minds, man. <laughs> I, but I'm telling you, that's cool shit. I know, yeah. I'm that's just, shit yeah. that will be written down and motherfuckers will remember forever. That's a you've just created a conscious moment in history. You can do that type of thing. I told you, live consciously. Do things that make motherfuckers go, what the there, fuck is going on? So and this is um, this is gonna be Hamill level story. Uh oh. But you talk <laughs> you talk about that kind of thing. So Years ago, when I first started playing a, a role at the Great American Beer Fest, one of the biggest logistical problems is that you have 8,000 kegs and only about 600 on the floor at any given time. All the rest are backups, right? Mm. So you have to organize those. You got to get them into a refrigerated truck in some meaningful way so that when they need them, they can find them. When I started as a volunteer 11 years ago, it was super haphazard. And then because I was whatever, kiss ass, whatever you want to call it, I got to take over that. Mm -hmm. And I came in one year and I was like, we're doing it this way. Like I spent an entire year developing a better way to do this because I thought it was such a shit show. Mm -hmm. And then all these people that had done this same task for years, doing it the same way, they were real hot about it. But all of a sudden, we were getting that shit done. The first year, we got it done a day faster, like a whole fucking day faster. And then every year that the same plan has been sort of built upon a little bit, not just by me, but other people that I handed it off to, now they've hit like the goal that I always thought could be hit. I said, this can be done in two and a half days, and it can be done. And they did that this last year. You and it was just like, but I walked in and said, yep, I love you all. You're great workers. You're doing it this way. Now, that applied it to everything in your life. Correct. Applied to everything in your life, and your life will go to wait. Because what you did was you took, you, you saw something, you saw a better way to do it, and then you took the burden of being right or wrong about a new way of doing it. Cor that, that's a great point, because I accepted. I said, if exactly. this fucks up, it's, it's on me. me. It's on me. Because I'm telling you that this is the way. And I, if it fucking fucks up, I'll be the first one in there sending you all home and doing the rest of it myself. I am absolutely yep. would be that guy. Live your life that way. I'll accept responsibility for what the fuck I'm about to do. That's it. And just go about your life like that and you'll have a much better life than blaming everybody else for what the fuck is going on. I'll take responsibility for this. What do I need to do? Oh, I fucked this up. I won't fuck it up again. It's a, it's interesting because there are a lot of facets of life where you're not allowed to have that feeling. Like you fuck up once, and chances are, like that's the one oh. and only one you got. And oh that, well, and that's well, oh, fair, well. absolutely yeah. fair. But it's really invigorating to like work at a place, or you know, work with but, people, or have friendships, whatever the case may be. Where it's like I can fuck the fuck up, like. But it don't matter bad. to the and then, to that degree as long as you is the you degree you rise to that challenge. Well and then and the, it makes you better. Well and then having whoever is part of that organization, whether it be a boss or a friend or whatever, to be like the fuck. And you saying, Yeah, that one's on me. Like 
blaming other people is not what you do. But this it's is just the thing. Like, I'm going to tell you, people will allow you to fuck up if you will take responsibility for it. It's the people they know people won't take responsibility for the fuck. And it's intolerable. That's why everybody got to watch everybody. But if you're the type of motherfucker that when you fuck up, they know they come to you and get an honest answer, you can fuck up. And sometimes it's really hard to admit that you fucked up. No, Espe- it ain't. Just do it. Some, there are some times Dude, where it's you're, like so this is, prideful this is, that people It's immaturity. Won't. No, it's, it's you think you're a little kid getting yelled at by a superior. You're an immature person. That's what it is. Why? Why, why won't you tell this motherfucker you fucked up? Why won't you take responsibility? Because you don't want to get in trouble. It's a little kid in you reverting back to being scolded for something you didn't do. That's, so, very, that's very true. That's all it is. So when you get out of that, that mind frame of a little kid and just like, I did it because ain't nothing going to happen. You're either going to get punished or you're not going to get punished. You're going to deal with either one and go about your fucking business. But you learn to not fuck up. You learn to start being, at, okay, let me do this, 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 this. And like you do everything with excellence so you don't have to worry about these things. You consciously look at everything you do and you do things. Like I say, when I go to work, I do things that stand out because I want them to say, oh, Anthony did this. He goes beyond to do these things. So I'm known for being that person that goes beyond to do my work. So now when things come down, there's leniency on me because he does his work. I ain't got to worry about him. When motherfuckers ain't got to worry about you, you get a lot more leeway. You earn leeway. People want to just leeway for being a fucking human being. No, you earn it by doing the right things and then having it bestowed upon you. Not fucking going in there expecting it because of who you think you are. Oh, absolutely. I see it work all the time. Yep, I tell I tell people all the time like I whenever I go somewhere when I deal with people uh in like stores and stuff and I, if I know I'm gonna be there a lot or I'm gonna keep coming back I'm very nice to those people tip them everything because we have a relationship I'm not gonna come there and be shitty I go to these places and I see people that go to these stores and they're there all the time and they're shitty to these people just because they can be and I'm like that's a terrible way to live because that's a relationship you have with those people right. and once you cool with them. You may be a little short one day. Hey, don't worry about it. Go ahead. You know, I got you cool. You earn that from that person. Yeah. But you'll yeah. come in that one day and they ain't never earned that. And then when one, you short, hook me up. I can't do that. So, wow, you, that's fucked up, Joe. So I think, yeah. and this is going to be a little bit of like tooting my own horn in a weird way. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I've been, like, I've been a, 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 man- a hiring manager of people since I was, I don't know, 24. Mm-hmm. And... I've always had a staff that was exceptionally loyal and worked harder than anybody else's. And what I credit that to is that whenever like my boss would come in, I remember when I started and boss would come in, it was like, why does this look this way? Why isn't it perfect? And I remember a boss being like, yeah, I, you know, I asked X to do it and it's didn't get done yet. And that pissed me the fuck off. So that when I became a boss, it was just like, why isn't that like, I haven't gotten it done yet. Well, have you signed it? I did, but I didn't follow up. I didn't make sure it was done. Like, it's never their fault. Once the boss is gone, I can go up and because that employee would oftentimes witness that, Mm -hmm. they would just be like, sorry, man. It's like, it's good. Like, it's on fucking me. But that's what people understand as a leader. You're, you are a shield for the people below you. I hate yes, working at a job you. to where these motherfucking managers are for the people above them way more than the people above them. They're shitting on the people below them to get in good Frank. grace with the people above them. And the people above them don't give a fuck about them. Correct. And they know they're just a fucking, uh, they know they're a bitch. Yeah. And they're usually as a fucking bitch boy, but you think you're gaining some type of privilege with them and you're not. 
it, it, oh yeah, they people can smell it too. Like those employ those those, but, those employees below them can smell that immediately. Sorry, sorry, Bear. Immediately, like I mean, I know so many people like those. That are, are, yeah, that will talk shit about their boss, but how they're like they're like they're like a spineless dude, fuck. And I'm like, wow. I sit at work and I sit. And this yeah. type of things I got to deal with my nature because these type of things that like upset me. I don't like things. I don't like people to be underhanded, underhanded, and cause division amongst people because I know what that leads to. And it's just so rampant at jobs. You see it so much. Like a motherfucker just, you be talking to one motherfucker and then another motherfucker come in and then they talk shit about that motherfucker, that motherfucker leave. And then they all telling the boss on everybody and then the boss don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, y'all need to work together. They don't give a fuck about you. They just gonna keep piling shit on you unless y'all, unless they think y'all got some type of cohesion and competency, they just gonna keep doing shit. They will keep dividing you because they know y'all all tricks. There is no better feeling and I've experienced this where we work, and I've experienced this at a couple other jobs. There is no better feeling than talking shit about a dude behind their back, having them walk in, and having a comfortable enough experience be like, yo, we just said all this shit about you, and then being like, oh shit, that's funny as fuck. Like, having that relationship where yeah. it's like talking about something, who's like, yo, they said this, and just be like, dude, oh, that's it is, funny at some point, though. It blows my mind how against the grain it is to be openly honest with people. That's like against, it's legitimately against the grain to just be openly. Was it you that posted the there was somebody posted a fucking meme on my timeline and it's like three aliens sitting on a planet like oh, on yeah. the moon and saying, why don't they communicate telepathically? And the one just going like, because they're still hiding shit from one another. And I was like, yeah, that's pretty much it. Ulterior motives, man. Fucks everything up. Oh, yeah. Fucks. Well, so yeah. on that, I just sparked a memory. So I uh, about a year or so ago when uh, Tally was leaving yeah, before yeah, she yeah, came yeah. back. They had like a going away for her. And I went down and it was in a park and like there are all these like 23, 26 year olds somewhere in that realm. Yeah. And they're like, and they're, you know, somebody was like, where's Tally? He's like, oh, according to this, she's still in her living room. And I'm like, she shares her location with you? And she, the guy just <laughs> turned to me super matter of factly. He was just like, yeah, we're we're the generation that doesn't hide shit from one another. And I was like, yo, that was fucking but that's, savage. Yeah, that's, that's, that's too, see, that's, no, that's, but it really got me thinking. It's like, I wouldn't share my location with anybody. There's oh, still, no, a, yeah. you still got to understand like, why do I have to share my location with you? There, that's something else going on. There's still Dude. boundaries you set with the person. You just don't, this is why I always advocate for absolute honesty because you don't, when you tell people exactly who you yeah. are, you don't have to worry about ulterior motives being, Mistakenly embedded in your nature. Go I when I was dating old what's her face, uh, I used to have I used to have Snapchat, and mm -hmm. the only the sole reason was to for have her basically send me nudes. Mm -hmm. And then she showed me a thing where Snapchat shows people where you are all of the time. <laughs> and I was like, wow, this is going away right now. Like I uninstalled it immediately, and. It just wasn't worth a. It wasn't worth the nudes. I mean, they they weren't bad, but they were they weren't that they were good enough for that. And B, like, they I don't like the fact that, they, that you know, some some person can, like, see, I don't know. But it's, it's like you figure it, out what Facebook Messenger tracks. But I know, right? the, the way that I read this scenario is that, like, if I say, hypothetically, Bear, you invited me over to your place. Hey, we're hanging out. And I made a gentle excuse. Instead of honestly telling you, like, not feeling it, I'm staying in tonight. Instead of doing that, if I wanted to say, 
now I've got this thing, other thing that was a complete fabrication, but you can then see my location and be like, he said he was going here. Like it, there are times and with people that a softer answer is the better one, you know, but now, now but, why is that? I, well, I don't know because you know, in reality, we should just be weird straight on. Because yeah, if like if I'm not coming, I'll be like, hey man, I'm not going to make it. This but is what like, happened. And where this for me at least, like, but you shouldn't have to track a person to trust them because if they're lying, they're lying. It doesn't matter. Yeah, and that's on them. Like yeah. I feel bad every time I've ever done it, but there's times where it's like, oh, you come into my baby shower. It's like, fuck no. But I can't just be like, no. That's just that's that's something you I can. never. I you never absolutely got into. can. Well, no, you just can. But and then you and if they like get offended, be like, dude, what am I possibly going to enjoy about a baby shower? Yeah, just tell people. See, that's the problem. This is these butts. It's these little white lies that fuck people up because they think they can tell them. I agree with you, but you there got, isn't a social normative, and it's nope, part of the. We gotta break that. We a, have to part, break that it's, shit. It's part that is of, one of those social things that we gotta get rid of, James. We gotta get. We well, gotta be honest. It, it's part of like this, like. 1950s era social contract that we made that we would always be pleasant and never no, honestly no. tell you, them like no, no, no see, I don't want to do that. This is the problem. We we always no, push things. It has nothing to do with a social contract nope. made in the 50s, James, because I am perfectly capable of telling you no. I don't want to go to your baby shower. That's not mean. That's what you fucking. That's fucking honest. I your agree. problem is you're afraid of confrontation. No, I you're agree. afraid that she's gonna be like, "Well, why don't you want to go?" And then you have to tell her the truth. Be like, "Baby showers are fucking retarded." I'm not a 32 year old woman. I don't give a shit about your baby shower. People got. Where are you registered? I'll buy something online for you. People got to accept rejection. That's all it is. That's this 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 uh tool to try to stop people We're, from having to deal with rejection. And what it is is that there's a lot of people that are afraid of making people feel rejection. Yeah, we don't want to be. We don't want to be the one rejects. I don't want to be. Dude, I'm t- no. This, that, like, I'm, I'm know, playing this advocate here. But so. this is the thing. When you do that, whenever you do that. It, it fractures your mind a little bit because that's a whole nother stream you just created in your mind that you got to keep up. That's why you don't lie because you you're literally separating your universe in terms of what's real and this fake timeline you've created because you don't want to tell the motherfucker the truth. And you don't know what that one little white lie is going to transform into because you lied about this thing. Just tell the motherfucker the truth. Let them feel how they're going to feel. People need to learn how to deal with their motherfucking emotions. They'll get over it. And if they ain't your motherfucking friend, then why do you want an immature friend like that? Why do you want a person that you got to cater to to that degree that is not a friend, that is a child? If you want one, have one. Get you a fucking puppy. <laughs> Seriously. The people yeah. got to learn, man. It's time to stop. It is time to grow the fuck up. This is what's happening. It is time to put away childish things. It is time to use your brain to get what the fuck you want and stop blaming your motherfucking problems on everybody else. It is your fucking fault. Everybody got problems. Everybody starts off at a different level of wealth and health. But as we've seen throughout history, you can make it from any level if you really want to. And if you ain't made it, it's on you. You're just worthless. But you ain't got to be. Whenever you choose to not be worthless, you will be worth something. But as long as you sit there and blame all your problems on everybody else and you don't move, then you get what you pay for. Yeah. You are what you are. That's a, that's a, yeah, that's valid. I don't have to change my belief system because you're too sensitive. Yeah. Exactly. Sorry. We need to restore context because it's literally destroying the world. Yeah. Because you can literally, like, do I look at these newspaper reports. It's like a 
13-year-old girl is writing them. It's like they're tattling <laughs> on everybody. They're just tattling. I, I think Trump meant this when he said this. I really that I think so. Yeah. It's literally like that. I'm like, I, that's not even oh, a now fake. You're, now you're drifting into my wheelhouse right yeah. now. Oh, yeah. Oh, my, my favorite thing is, is that. Fucking media, man. Is gross grammatical and spelling errors because you know they just fucking punched out quick five paragraphs. Mm -hmm threw it on the net and nobody fucking reviewed it for any reason not for grammar style content nothing it's just like oh you have free will to just like under a respectable banner you know whatever company it may be i'll read shit from all kinds of like okay this is like you know a decent newspaper or whatever and you'd be like no you literally type this with your thumbs uh -huh. You didn't. You weren't at a, a computer right, thinking about spell this. check this. <laughs> yeah, none of it. And you're just like, oh no. And you probably got a hundred thousand people waiting to hear it every day. Oh my god, they, they posted yeah. another one. Yeah, it's dude. I'm telling you, it's as like, soon as I hit that, I'm like, I'm done with this article. Like, I know this is not thoughtful. Like, that's a what it tells me is like this is a not a thoughtfully written thing. Dude, it 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 like one of the things I deal with is like knowing that I grew up with people that would rather talk and deal with uh, dope dealers, killers, and, and thieves than fuck with me just because the way I talk. Just because I did the way I interact with y'all. Like, I don't do no harm, but these motherfuckers are like, you'd rather fuck with people that's, you know saying, than just, I'm like, okay. Because someone is just out to get me at least understands what level of the game I'm playing. Yeah. Hmm? Man. Why you fuck with Michael as hard as you do? I just like mess with Michael. <laughs> That's fair. Because she like because she like you. I like throwing a wrench in her programming. She <laughs> thinks she got it all figured out. Then I come along. <laughs> you should fuck her after I leave. All that tension up in the. He's like, trying to throw you an alley oop, man. Come yeah. on. He's Finish doing it. all the right all the wrong things for all the right reasons, yeah. man. Just next time I leave, walk up behind her, grab her by the back of the neck like a newborn puppy, <laughs> lead her into the bedroom, and bend over, take the other hand, pull her pants down, and just play with a pussy and an asshole, that, damn. and then just walk out the room and go for a walk. <laughs> go for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, walk the dog. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's aggressive. That's it. That is that's, 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 that's one plan of attack. That's an aggressive <laughs> plan. Why does it have to be a plan of attack? Dude, uh, it's gonna scramble her 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 program is so much. You gonna have to deal with something. <laughs> However you turn that is on you. It's an aggressive play, Cotton. Let's yeah. see what plays out. <laughs> you ain't to, and if she asks you like, "What are you doing?" Just I just I just want to play with you. Can I play with you? I'll be, I will be. I will be. Be downstairs. sexy, James. I will be downstairs the whole time. Don't yeah, worry. man. Hamlin's got a place. Yo, you got nothing to worry about. James, use your your your, your stature against her. Walk up on her and look down at her. You use, you ain't using that height appropriately, man. Yes. Make her your shadow cover her body. Make her. Oh, you're so you're so massive, James. <laughs> I'm telling you, James. And then when she tries to hug your bone out midriff. Yeah, it all comes into play. That's why I tell you. To, that's why I tell you to motherfucker work out. Cause then you put both your arms on both sides of her and you lock them. And she's like, "Oh my god, I'm I'm trapped, James." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
James thinks that's goofy. I'm telling you, man. Yo, but no, a whole I'm new thinking, side of him. I'm thinking about me having massive arms, but still the the beer gut. That's it. Yeah. Just, just put, have these. Press oh, that gut up against oh, her. Oh, why is the gut touching me? Your yeah. shoulders are so far away. Press it up against her. <laughs> say that's a lot of my yeah. love gut. <laughs> Baby, this is a gas tank for this, a sex machine. Hell yeah, it's where I keep all my love energy at. Feel it? Mm, that's why it's so big and inner tubey. Some of these guys got a six pack. I got a keg. Hell yeah, keg full of love, love juice. <laughs> it's just more things for you to hold on to, baby. Yeah, have fun. I'm telling you, man, have some fun. My you have a much hurt. better time if you introduce some 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 chaos into your own life. You'll have a much better time. You'll find out if you, if you really like each other when you do shit like that. When you go off script, you find how you respond. You'll find out, do this motherfucker really like me? Because if you can't play with the motherfucker you with, then y'all just need to. If it just becomes this agreement to do these things, to die together, eh, <laughs> you don't do that to yourself, man. What? You might as well just throw a wrench in your own program, and if that's the problem, then just go and do something. Go deal with a crazy motherfucker. That's what you want. You want somebody that's going to throw some, some life into you. That's just energy they're throwing at you. It's just how you deal with it. Nah, find you a woman that's productive behind you. <laughs> Don't fucking find a woman out there throwing uh, But this is the thing. A, a woman's productivity <laughs> is based on you. If you have a project in mind and you're the man in the lead, she's going to give you all the energy. She's still going to problems, but she's going to oh, give you no, energy no, no, too. No, you say that, but like I can go and like do my part of my plan and then she's going to fuck something else off. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. She's always going to fuck something. Regardless of what she's doing, if she's in your life, she's going to fuck something up. <laughs> so you just got to do it anyway. So you might as well have somebody's gonna fuck it up in a fun way. Uh, there you go. I don't know. I'll be downstairs. You cannot hook an eight bit Nintendo up to your TV. Son. I, I don't you know. can now. The company, a company, came out with a little fucking device that lets it upscales it all, so you can connect every fucking thing through an HDMI. And I'm like, motherfucker! I so got rid of so many see- consoles because they wouldn't work. I, I still have my 8-bit Nintendo. I still have my PS1. I still have my PS2. I have I my PS2. My three. I, video games is like a passion of mine. Like I, lo- I, I really like them, and I want to be like a collector. You know, I want to be that guy. But I'm, I'm a nerd. Well, it's the thing. I'm afraid if I be that guy, I'm like waving goodbye to pussy forever because that's just going to dry it all up. Yeah. They're, they're, like like dude, sawdust on That's puke. a whole no, other <laughs> world. I, I know adults that get laid regularly that's, that yeah. play Dungeons and Dragons once a month with their friends. That's a whole other oh, world. Well, Dungeons and Dragons got, is that's a, a whole good subculture for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's dude, a whole different thing. Video yeah. games got a whole bunch of bad bitches in it. Really? It's a whole, it's a whole explosion, oh, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in the video game community. Like, not deep, but like, I know of it. And trust me, it's dude. That's where the whole Me Too movement started. At. People oh, yeah. don't know that. The Gamergate, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gamergate, yeah. yeah that's what that's is what's Gamergate? <laughs> oh, dude, dude it's a we, shit show. Yeah, we, we, let's have an episode to talk I about think that. We, yeah. we talked briefly about it, but basically, the crux of Gamergate was that uh, women game developers were overtly discriminated against. And no, 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 no. This is what happened. That's like the crux. It goes. No, no, it, it was it was a girl and a guy. It was this girl yes. who came up with this this game. Yes, this is where it started. It was a girl but that I came was, with this game. And it was like a, a she was she, she pretty much came with this game. It was just shitty. This she wasn't is a good the same developer. Story of like Rose McGowan got fucked by this one guy and it was shitty, and then that opened the floodgates. Is basically well, no, this, this story. Uh, and so and what happened was she was getting these great reviews on these shitty ass games. So I think the dude she was dating figured out that she was fucking these. Uh, publishers to get good 
gang ratings. And so he exposed her. And then I think she came out and said that he raped her. But it was such a fucked up story to where it's like it was people there. They literally heard her say, I'm finna fuck this dude. And then he got slammed super like super bogus slam. Like he had all these transcripts of all these all this stuff. He did it to where it's like if you can't get out of if if with all the evidence he had, if you can't get out of it, you cannot. But get out of it. And he ended up killing himself. And then she ended up getting like a, a big job at like Marvel Comics or something. So it was like a whole big thing. But this started way back. But this was like the whole jump off because they were going after her. And then everybody was jumped on her bandwagon. Correct. And then just started going after dude. And like dude ended up killing himself and just, yeah. just slamming it, him, man. But it, it was basically. Uh, go ahead, Daniel. So can I just. I just want to say something real quick. You know how uh, a lot of the feminists will talk about how there's toxic masculinity? How that's like a thing? Mm-hmm. Yes. They throw out there and say it's toxic. I'll buy that. I'll buy it. If you also on the female side will also buy it. there's a such thing as toxic toxic um femininity. Well, absolutely cuz it's just toxic people. That's what I'm saying though. But like it, it's been happening a lot and it never gets called out because like this whole thing is toxic femininity. Well, because you're not allowed to call out it, women. I, exactly. Well, that's yeah. what it is. You're uh, not. No matter ooh. what they did, you're not allowed to call them out. But, but what the interesting thing that's sort of evolving out of that is quite to Hamill's point is it's both sides. People are just now starting to talk about toxicity amongst themselves. Like in general, it's like, are, am I with a toxic person? And it, we've gotten. I'm starting to it's, see a lot of like this, articles. In those kinds this, of this publications where it's like, it's not about he or she, it's just about the person. We've uh. been given this idea of what men and women are. And then people go out, they play these roles, and then they have people that associate with them in, in, in terms of these roles. But that's not how men and women really are. So what happens is men and women get themselves in these situations because they're following the status quo. But then it gets a little sticky and their feelings and emotion gets involved and then they don't want to be attached to that situation. And now they're too deep in. They don't know how to get out. So they just let it happen. And now on the back end, because that was associated with how they feel about it. Now it's a now it's I have to do something about this. So a lot of times it's just I know who to fuck with and who not to fuck with, how to fuck with them. I know how to read body language. I know all this stuff to not get in trouble. A lot of dudes don't know that. A lot of women don't know how to read dudes where it's like, I better not go with this dude. So it's like, you just got to know people. A lot of times people get themselves in trouble because they don't know the situation because they're just going along with what the fuck they think is supposed to happen. They think this person is going to read their mind and think like, oh, this person is, they're not interested in this. Instead of just saying, I'm not interested in this. You remember Carrie said, Carrie said her most, the, 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 her biggest power is that she can leave. A lot of women just don't fucking leave. They sit there and they let something happen to them and then on the back end, they want justice. Well, you could have just left. This never had happened. A lot of these women are getting forced to do things. Things are happening, and then they're like, this happened. This is how I felt. It's a feeling. It's not that. I didn't take nothing from you. It's just when it happened, you felt a certain way. So now I'm being prosecuted for your feeling, which could be something associated with something in your past, something that has nothing to do with me, because this, but this action brought this feeling back, and now I'm associated with this feeling, and now you want justice because you never got justice from this feeling previous. So how do you overcome that? You just gotta know. You just gotta know. I know better. So okay, I, I'll play. I can't I'll, really. I'm gonna play devil's advocate here. Okay, so if I have a feeling that it was at one point elicited by my partner, mm-hmm. 
and then there's something that she does or a type of interaction that we have that continues that elicits a a re, an emotional reaction because of that inner that one feeling mm-hmm. how do you how do you address that it, first, as like, yourself or first uh, of all together? I like I say I know the difference between I know when something is wrong with a person you know, you know me. I'm very perceptive, so I can sense with something like, okay, this energy shifted from enjoyment to suspicion or something. Something I need to take notice of, you know. So let me stop. Are you okay? Is everything fine? This, that, and the other. And when a girl says stop, or when she starts to feel weird, start. Okay, what's going on? What this, that, and the other. But like a lot of dudes can't do that. A lot of dudes be so sexually charged, they're just trying to fucking nut. So they're completely oblivious but, but, to the signals that the woman is giving off. Okay, so even if you, you sense the, the signal, okay, mm-hmm. and you can tell that there's something off. Mm-hmm. So if I've, let's just say I've had an emotional reaction because something that just happened triggered something I had experienced before mm-hmm. and the similar emotional I've actually reaction. had this happen to me. During sex, it was just a change and this girl started crying and I'm like, what? What's, what's, what's wrong with you? And she told me. She was up there like something, she like, this just, something came up in me and she like, I just felt this way. And we sat there and we talked it out. We didn't, we didn't have sex anymore. We sat there and had a legitimate conversation about what the feeling was and then we went eight. But it's like, I'm aware. So, when I'm in those situations, I have confidence. I get myself out of those situations. Whereas a lot of men don't take the time to learn what men are and what women are. I take the time to learn these things so I can be intelligent in those situations. So whereas a lot of people are just going off what they think they are based off of television, literature, all these things. But it's like I say, it's those people that they don't have experience in life. They have books and things of that nature. And when people don't fall in line with what they they're supposed to do or what the person think they are, then they get in trouble. Have you had an experience where a girl did or said something that caused you to feel an emotional well up from something in your past? Yes. Yeah. I am a human. Yeah. I don't don't have anything like that. Because he's a monster. (laughs) (laughs) And so how, Bear, how do you... How do you handle that? Because that can sometimes, because you don't know necessarily where that emotion is coming from in that moment. What do you, how do you address that with the person that elicited it in the present? So here's the thing. When something like that happens to me, I have now hit a point where I can be like, okay, that's definitely something I have to address, but it is not affecting this moment. And I can put it to the side and then you finish what the fuck I'm doing and come back to it like the next day and be like, why did this freak me out? Fair. Because it's not the the other person's fault. They didn't do anything with malicious intent. So it's not that I need to bring it up and scold them for something they have absolutely no control over. That is selfish as fuck to try and put it on someone else. But do you... Okay, so do you then have a conversation with them, even though you were able to suppress it, which is a very unique skill. I credit because I don't have that control yet. Fair. Um, But is it something that you then discuss with them or is it a problem you solve purely internally? Uh, I might discuss it with them only to explain why I might act weird for the next couple minutes. But I've never had something. I've never been fucking, and then all of a sudden I was triggered by something. Well, it doesn't need to be fucking. No, but I'm just saying. Any- but like, 
if I'm just watching a movie and something hits me, I'm in control of my emotions enough that I don't have to break down right now and be like, I can't watch this movie. Okay. If if I'm having a conversation and a friend tells me something or a partner tells me something, I'm in control of my emotions enough that I can be like, we can't discuss this. I'm not stable. Can we can we talk about how weird that is? Just being in control of your emotions is a weird thing. You don't understand it. Yes. That is like a superpower to some people. Yes. It really to is. Me, so so to it you is. is nothing and you're like stressing your point, but you don't realize that is something phenomenal to the average person. I'm, what you're I'm saying that right person. now. I'm literally that what, person. I'm, I'm you, working on it and I'm getting better, but I am not like what you're describing to me is like Wow, I could never do anything you're describing, I, or I would do it the same way that I, like I'm, an eight-year-old can play emotional. Major League Baseball. Like, there's <laughs> shit definitely triggers me. Don't get me wrong; I'm not like impervious to it. I'm not like Superman, where bullets bounce off me. But I can. I've learned myself well enough that if I'm aware that there's something wrong, hmm? I can dissect it real quick and be like, "This does not. Whatever this is, does not relate to what's going on at hand." Bear, hold on, let me tell you something, Bear. Bear, that's called reason. That's another thing <laughs> that astan- I'm, I'm telling you, reason is an art. Is it's a science in the mind. If you don't cultivate it, you don't have it. So that shit blows people's mind that you can look at a situation, dissect in it, real put, time, in real time, put it back together, and come up with a reasonable conclusion as to how to respond to it without just being in an emotional outburst. I'm telling you, it's a science. It, it's it it is. Something that I've worked very it, hard it's on absolutely for the last learned. four years. It is, it is absolutely learned, mostly self-taught. Right, and it's just sort of like but I need to be able to feel when I'm about to go irrational yourself. But that's what I do to you guys. Like I tell you, I'm always training myself. When I'm fucking with y'all and I'm antagonizing each one of y'all with five different conversations, I'm doing that to just... to. to Train my brain to just be able to carry on this many conversations, argue with this many motherfuckers, to have better reasoning logic. So right. when I argue with one motherfucker, arguments. yeah, when I argue with one person, I'm unbeatable. You can't, especially if you don't know your argument, you can't beat me. You see what I'm saying? If I can argue with five or three motherfuckers like that, then I could definitely argue with one or two people like that. But that's what I'm saying. It's like this, us doing this makes us better in so many ways you don't even understand. That's why I do this. You think, you think it's, it's nothing, but you being able to respond on cue control your emotions not get mad at me and still interact with me is a skill that you're learning it's a skill that you can take to the stage yeah so basically james i believe that someday you will get there but all it's it's just a matter of like i now know myself well enough like and i'm not saying i'm perfect like there's times where i'll have a friend be like hey something weird's going on you're not acting right and I'll have to stop and think about it from that point of view. Like, what, what's, how am I acting differently? What's going on? Like, I'm not saying it's instant. But there's definitely, I'd say, like, probably, say, 75 out of 100 emotions. Like, something will trigger it and it'll be like, oh, I know what this is. I know that that is irrelevant. Reset my brain. Well, and that's, and that's the important piece, what you just said there. Is like, for me, it's like recognizing those things. Like... Because I do, because shortly after, I may respond to those, like, emotions in a negative way. It's gotten to the point where my, like, my, my realization is, like, 
moments later be like, wow, I really kind of you let that to, one fucking You got to slow it down, You're getting James. closer. You're yeah. getting closer and closer feel, and closer. Feel the emotion. I know you feel it well. It I know you feel it. It used to take me like hours. You don't get it. Sure, and now and it's minutes. It. And in, do you, uh, you know what? In a year or two, you're going to be like real time able to see it. Do you and get I'm, with some things, I'm getting to the point where I can recognize it before it even manifests. Like I'll feel a trigger. Be like, oh, every time I feel this, this is gonna happen. <laughs> right, shut and that down. Exactly. Yeah. Like, and I, it's just your filter is there. I have put more time into being exactly aware of who I am at the cost of other things for sure. But I am, I am aware of who I am on a level that most people never achieve is what I'm, I guess, figuring out. But you just gotta watch yourself. When you get upset, do you get hot? Oh boy, do I get hot! I you, go, I go for the I, jug. I, I feel I'm not physically feel it though. When you when you feel because that's your precursor. When you feel it, take a deep breath. Stop. Breathe your nose. Feel your belly up and push out through your mouth. And that's going to disperse that energy throughout your body. So I'm going to tell you the weirdest thing, and this is like going to nose hold then yep through your nose feel your belly up push it out through your mouth and you'll feel that energy start to move throughout your body and legit inhale for seven seconds hold it for four seconds exhale for seven seconds it's a breathing exercise i've learned from like two different therapists over 10 years yep breathing is very what it is you're once you take absolute control of how you're breathing the rest of your body resets because it doesn't understand why you're putting so much thought into breathing. Yeah, your body's like something's wrong. Why are we focused this it hard on breathing? It slows things down, and it just it completely refocuses everything because your brain doesn't understand why breathing is now so important when it's normally just a secondary thing that always happens. I'm gonna give you some weird matrix shit, <laughs> and like obviously the infrastructure I bought into. So because I have like heart issues i have an apple watch right and mm-hmm. I, I think i talked about this a couple months ago <laughs> but it i really need to understand the algorithm of this fucking thing because anytime that i have like a stress moment this thing fucking vibrates and you, i look at it and it says breathe it's like it knows because your exactly. oxygen level drops mm-hmm. but it this one doesn't check o2 sats like do they check I, pulse I, pulse all that well, your shit. pulse is gonna so, raise yeah man if your heart rate picks up your body's natural reaction is to breathe actually i haven't found a correlation between those two it just it's sensing something else i don't know how Possibly. what but literally i'll have like moments of agitation where i'll like at work i'll step outside or here whatever and it'll just it'll be like and it'll be like, breathe. And I'll be like, oh, fuck, you're right. And breathe then it's exactly in. what you're describing, which is yep. like Tell long yep. inhale. Well, what your, bo- what your phone is t- picking up from your body is that something caused your heart rate to spike. But it's And that's the weird thing is it's not the heart rate because my I can I track. This is the primary reason I have it. And I can see it. It's like there's no spike. It's detecting something fucking okay. else. It's, it has a, I'm but sure it has a gang of sensors I on it. I don't know what it the fuck is because I have no control over it. It might just hear you me. cursing under your breath. You're having control over what? Hold on. You're having control over what? Well, like... I want. I don't like devices that are using measurements that I can't tell it to turn off. Why? You don't like to lose control? No, like I don't want my phone tracking me at all times. Why? I don't Why want my phone listening to me at all times. Why? What you had? <laughs> Nothing. So leave your phone at home. Yeah, leave your phone somewhere. Get rid of the watch. <laughs> you don't have to have Buy a watch. Buy a Fitbit, motherfucker. 
does the same shit. Stop getting stressed yeah, out. Yeah, but a Fitbit doesn't talk to your watch. It doesn't track your GPS. It Dude, does every- everything you're concerned about it doing. Dude. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> you just want a toy that talks to your other toys. He just don't like something that tells his ass to breathe. Breathe, motherfucker. I'm telling you, it's very important. You should be... And like I said, your lungs are muscles. You can enhance your oxygen levels just by breathing in deep and pushing out constantly. Each Like, just do it. 15 minutes a day every few hours. Just consciously breathe in deep and push it out, and you'll see over a few oh, months. This, this thing makes me do it for, what, 90 seconds? Yeah. And it's 100% right because once I'm done, much like Bear described, when I do 90 seconds, and it has like the, it like vibrates to tell you how to inhale all this stupid shit. But you know what? When I'm done with that, my brain is different. Yeah. I'm in a different if you are okay, here's, a, here's another fun cheat. You ready for this, Hamill? I don't know if this will work for you or not, but it's interesting to know. Sure. If you're ever having a panic attack that you can't figure out right away, find the coldest liquid you can find, normally water or something, and keep putting it on your forehead and putting it on your forehead. It does, you don't have to hold a fucking hose to your forehead. You're not trying to waterboard yourself. But if you can bring instantly bring down the temperature of your forehead... Your body resets to be like, why are we so cold? We need to focus on what's going on. How do we fix this? That's an interesting idea. It's been a while since I had a legit panic attack, but I do get them. If you want to improve your concentration, like when you're finna get mad, do you take cold showers? I have. I don't commonly. In, in the morning, take a for, do it for three minutes. Do a really hot shower. Let your sink in. Get 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 moist to do and then take the a time. cold shower and stand there and breathe normally. What you're doing is you you're, you're literally there. You, that coldness wants you to react, just like your emotions. But if you can sit there and zen in that moment when that cold makes you want to shiver, you will have that same ability when your emotions well up. You'll be able to stop, breathe, and go. Okay, this. The other interesting side of it, because I used to do that. I used to take a hot shower, and then for the last 30 seconds, it would be cold. Mm-hmm. Um, what that does is it actually causes your body to start producing its own heat, which it wasn't because mm-hmm. you're in a hot place. So it kind actually of, kicks on your immune system. Right. So you kick it to cold, and all of a sudden, you'll come out, and you'll be miserable for like 10 minutes after that shower. But then your body will... It's kicked on the like we need to fucking up the heat because we're feeling hypothermia, you know. Like it also handles itself. Play with your body. Like I say, when you get in there, feel how your skin feels before you get into the hot water. Let the hot water run your skin until it gets soft, and then put the cold water on it, and you'll see it'll seal up. It'll almost be like a protectant layer over your skin. It kept me from having acne. Yep. Because like you hot, you get hot, and all the oils would come out. Mm-hmm. You hit cold; they all seal, seal right up. back up. And I was like, I never had. I had like eight pimples in my life. Wow! And it actually, <laughs> and they are all on the tip of his pee pee. Oh man, that's even worse. It's, it's, dude, it, the girls love it. It's a Ugh. workout for your skin. Do it on <laughs> your face. It's good. Do texture. it the scalp of your hair. Yeah, it'll keep your follicles uh um circulating blood. Ah, uh, well, it's too late for uh, me, uh, but okay. It it's not. Too late. It's the- Dude, I had the George Jefferson. My shit is almost back. <laughs> just, you gotta do the thing to get your hair back. I Can did. we get a picture my of shit. George Jefferson just for funsies? My, like, his shit is going. That's how my shit was gone. Like, yeah. this right here was gone. Yeah. It's gone. It's mad thin. It's been. It, it's- it, dude, I'm telling you, do the things yeah. to get 
your hair healthy and you will have your hair. But you gotta get you gotta train your body. Yeah. Cause it's circulation. That's all it is. Ain't no circulation hitting that part. But you can increase that circulation. It's not dead. That's your body. You can make it do. But if it's not getting up there, like that's where you start you start having the, the, the worst problems at the top of your head, the bottom of your feet. Yeah. That's the farthest you gotta travel. So when you start going, you start losing your hair and you the bottom of your feet, the the the, the crust and all this shit. And yeah. it starts slowly starts coming, and even the tips of your finger starts working itself in. Yeah, because it has to. That's the farthest points you have to reach. Yeah, but if you keep your circulation up, moving every day, all that shit will start to regenerate. Because what you're doing is you're pushing that energy back through there. It's just not reaching it. But if you start doing things, it will start reaching it again. And over a period of time, you will regain some of that. Don't uh, think you're never out. I'm telling you, man. All right, all right, all right. Train all your right. body, even with Bear. He feels thing about the skin. Train your body, and your body will start to consume that. So it won't be to a fact where it's like, yeah, it won't clear up 100%, but it won't be this thing where it's like, now you got to go to surgery. Now it will be oh, manageable. Oh, for sure. Because your body will steady. It will keep eating that up. Keep eating it up. Keep eating it up. I'm telling you, man. Just don't ever lose sight of it. Just want to be better and just say, I want to do the things that make me better. And you'll, you'll start coming across them. In Tarot Hall, most Sundays, yeah, blizzards excluded. It's fine. A- anything else? Uh, is next week, is this Sunday coming up? Is that an open mic? It's open mic this okay. weekend. Open mic this gotcha. weekend. Did you just move the other show to that's the... November, go f- November 1st, we got open mic. Oof. Yeah. No, that's... Is that the first? Yeah. Sunday? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then what we got? What we doing Monday? So Monday will Are we doing uh, a regular Monday show and then also doing a Tuesday show? I kind of would like to. That's fine. Fuck I just didn't know what the Especially plan was. because like if we come in Tuesday it's going to be, you know, everything else. So yeah, we're we're looking at uh doing many many hours of you know, anything to distract all of you from the election. Yeah. Um we'll we'll try to have I mean, that's just have you going cuz oh, you Dude, so fun. Yeah, I'll be, so I'll, we'll yeah. probably be talking deep conspiracies. We'll be talking about deep, like uh, metaphysical things. We'll anything to keep How your mind off of it. How long are we doing? Well, I mean, we've How talked we about like we're get, we're talking. We had talked about doing like five fucking hours. I don't know if we have it in us. That's a we, long we do. fucking time. I mean, I don't think we have five we, hours. No, we can order dinner. Should we just get like a big like family style and oh, just, just eat just during wanna, it? Yeah, let's let's just let's kick Plus, it up. We're gonna have people coming in and out of here. Too bad we can't get any mushrooms. Who's here. coming in and out of here? Well, Dave Jermaine's gonna be here. Okay, well he ain't gonna be in and out. He's just gonna be here. <laughs> yeah, but like, that's uh, right. Yeah, we just kick back and do. Yeah, five hours. We gonna kick back. If, and if, we're gonna talk about whatever. Pop so what we we're gonna start about a regular time at about six and do it till eleven midnight, something like that. Is that what we're thinking? Probably ten, eleven, something like that. Yeah. If Hamill taps out early, me and Armstrong can still do it. <laughs> Fuck, I, I might tap out early. I'm the one that gets up at four thirty in the nah, fucking morning. That's fine. We'll antagonize you enough to keep you mad. <laughs> but we'll try our best to avoid. But Bear's going to have his conspiracy we'll have, thing. I'm sure we'll touch on it. Be like, if anything material happens, we can get into it. You know, like, but honestly, like, let's do a diversion. Have some fun. Yeah. I mean, if everybody's down. Yeah. Everybody stay tuned for that shit. Because, yeah. I mean, boy, howdy, is that we'll going to be a, a fun Monday one? Show too. What's that? I said we're also going to have a Monday show next week. Yeah. Don't forget that one. <laughs> I know that's seven hours we're gonna put in in two days. That's, oh, but these goddamn. two hour Mondays go by so fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah they do. They're so effortless. Yeah. 
So anyway, uh, yeah, find us uh, for a shit ton of content next week.